Alright, Kuya. Let's do this. 2400 block. Alright, welcome to the blog chat in which me and someone can randomly talk about anything really. I mean, including current events or or something we'd like to share openly to the public. And uh, tonight's tonight, April Fool's Day. Yeah, I know. April 1st, <laughs> 2022. And I have my teammate with me. She is none other than, I don't know, I had to say this again, Extreme Christine. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. It's almost it's already midnight over here in Chicago. Oh wow. And yeah. it's I know it's ten o'clock over there and I know you just got off work and as for me I just woke up. I just got out oh, of a, wow. out of a two hour nap. So yeah. I feel wow. ref- I feel refreshed. Two hours better be. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's funny too, I have to leave for work at five o'clock in the morning. But I'm oh, I'm all goodness. I'm all good though. Yeah. I'm all okay. good. Yeah. This is what we do. <laughs> right. Right. So this is exactly what we're going to do tonight. We're just mainly just going to be talking about current topics and um, even just personal stuff that we like to talk about, you know. Of course. Just like this Golden State hoodie that I'm wearing. Yeah, Golden State's coming back. Yep. Of course. With the Lakers going down, I don't know what's up with that, but my team, Miami Heat's number one. (laughs) Oh, good for you. Who's going to be their opponent? That is what we're looking for, because I guess they're still doing playoffs or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And as for now, all I know is uh, Miami Heat has clinched a spot, and that's all. You know, I guess that's all I care about. <laughs> but I'm watching it because you know, Kea and Kea with his Golden State Warriors and Loa with his um, LA Lakers. But I mean, you know, LA Lakers lost uh, their last game. Which uh, put them in the eleventh spot, I believe. I was mm-hmm. just in that fight because they were in the tenth, and then uh, Kay was all like, "Oh, it's the do or die, do or die," and then like they lost, and then they went down to eleven. And I was like, "Oh, they are number 11. but wow. I have not checked it recently because they're playing a game right now, and they were up and down, and up and down. And the last I saw, they were up one or up two. Against uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Against the Pelicans, yeah. I saw a game uh, while I was eating uh, fish <laughs> at, this, at this bar, and ah. I just saw a, a replay of the um, the Brooklyn Nets versus the Milwaukee Bucks, and mm-hmm. wow, Giannis uh, Atentacumpo, man, he's, he's just awesome. I mean, he could be like one of the greatest players of all time, and you know at some point later on in his life i mean his career's not even done yet i mean he's it's still just beginning and i think he's gonna he's gonna continue making waves if, if he continues on with his performance of course well i just have the live final score and they lost again oh my pelicans 114 lakers 111 Gee, so, that was a closer let me check and see the standings They're not. Oh, they're not even on the. Um, oh, here they are. They're right, number Fox, eleven. She's just looking at her screen. So, <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's if anyone's listening, if you just hear this music, she's just looking at her screen and she's trying to look at scores. So, yeah, we're just trying to yeah. get everyone clued in. Um, I'll probably be. They're out. They're out. 
I think they're out. They're number 11. Number 11. You still want to be yeah. on the 10th seed. That's it, right? You can't go further than that. Yeah. So only the, the... Ten, the 10 seeds can only make it. It can only mm-hmm. go to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And right now, Lakers just got themselves to number 11. Well, I think they've been in number 11 because they lost the game before. Mm-hmm. And that's what brought them there. So... But you know all I care about? Miami Heat is number one. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad they didn't give up on their coach. I mean, he's he's phenomenal. And he's he's one of our own, so. <laughs> okay, we're going to be talking course, about some yeah. weird stuff going on lately here. <laughs> um, well, um, I'll start it off over here with... Uh, statues in general we've seen the desecration of statues we've seen them taken down by people uh as a means to sort of cancel uh, a historical figure or or an event that was uh of course disturbing to most of us americans uh in in american history i'm sure many of us read those in the the textbooks but uh what do you think about statues being taken down i know it's an old news thing but i mean it still continues to this day for on some statues and in some parts of the country people still going through that situation you know that's that statues are you know they're supposed to be symbols they're supposed to represent something you know like famous figures historical events some of which are controversial and uh i mean Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're trying to cancel them out i guess that's what they're trying to do physically cancel them out but it does not end the issue itself like like racism for example you know Yeah, I just I just wanted I just wanted to say as, as, as a way to sort of pro- solve the problem, maybe we should keep the statues in like museums or something like that, and then the the person that's narrating the exhibition could just say, "Oh, this statue was from this event," you know? Right. Yeah. Instead of instead of letting well, them I out guess... there in the public places. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first topic I want to deal with. I mean. <laughs> With it's something statues? that's not that's something that's not well, like really reason, current what's the recent statue that you heard that was demolished or abused or something <laughs> no i just think about what happened in virginia especially the one in norfolk there was like a confederate statue there there's like oh yeah yeah i heard about that one. yeah it was, like, it was desecrated and i remember taking a picture of that like many years ago and i, I said yeah. to myself wow this looks this looks interesting i didn't say it was like the best thing that i saw but I just wanted to take a picture because it was of a historical fact, historical, you know, something historical. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I still have it on my uh, on my collection of digital photographs. But I mean, I just found it intriguing at the time. But now to know that it's been taken down, taken away, uh-huh. uh, uh, in a way, I, I don't really say it's disappointing, but it just removes a little bit of that, the fact that it, you know, that this represented a time in America, something that we can all learn from. I know it could be a, a positive or a negative thing, but it's something to learn about educationally, you know? That's what right. I think. I don't know what your take of it is. Do you think they should just remove the statues and just take that well, away? I know it's a sad reminder to some people out there. Yeah, um, statues well they usually put it up because you know that that person did something right mm. historically significant so if it's meant to honor that person then it should be left up and i think people have a problem with it you know 
Well, it's against the law to do anything to somebody like, like you know, say like you know Abraham Lincoln in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. If I mean that's like a historical landmark right there, and if you do anything to that, you know, you get arrested or in jail or, or I don't know what, I don't know what, but something you know, something bad or something um, extravagant. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because that's you know Abraham Lincoln, so. If statues were made to, I mean, that's just like taking down a tombstone for like yeah. a dead person. That's heartless, and you know, I don't know something. That person must have done something really bad. That okay, look, for instance, the, the name of the school where my kids go to used to be Haydock, so mm-hmm. it's like Richard B. Haydock, uh-huh. and apparently some of the people don't like what he did. And he wasn't a good name to represent the school, so a bunch of the um, students put together like, uh, what do you call that? Um, what do you a petition uh-huh. to change the name? And so they changed the name from uh, Haydock to uh, Manuel Doctor Manuel Lopez Academy because apparently Doctor Manuel Lopez did something significant that that, uh, that Richard B. Haydock, you know. That was frowned upon because like, I don't know that like he was a traitor or anything, but mm-hmm. what he did wasn't very positive and they didn't want someone like that to represent them. So they got it changed to Dr. Manuel Lopez. So now they go to Dr. Manuel Lopez Academy. It's still the same, um, you know, um, intermediate school or, you know, it's uh, uh, not performing arts, but um, arts and sciences or you know what they uh what they specialize in mm-hmm. same school but a different name so i guess you know if the person you is represented badly or you're being represented badly by that person and you really don't like it i mean they didn't they didn't um like trash the name or whatever but they got a petition to change it and so that's what happened they changed the name it's not like anything bad was happening they didn't want that person representing didn't want to be represented by that person and they they weren't the only people you know there was like a group of them that didn't agree with that richard b haydock so Dr. Manuel Lopez now. <laughs> okay, if you don't mind me asking, I don't know. I don't know uh, too much information about Haydock. Mm-hmm. That's his name, right? Haydock. Um, was he was he racist? Uh, was That's he what racist? it is. Oh. That's what it was. He was the racist. They didn't like mm-hmm. that, so they wanted to get it. Yeah, that was it. That's the, he was racist, and they didn't. There was all you know that whole. You know how life happens in phases, and it seemed like there was a phase where people were being racist, and they didn't like it, so they got that changed to Dr. Manuel Lopez. So, yeah, that's correct. Now that you're mentioning it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, regarding uh, Dr. Lopez, was he a part of this community? Was he a pillar to this community? Or Or is he, like, just statewide? Like, is he popular over there? And I mean, is he a part of that community where this academy is? I think so. I believe so. In that area, in that general area, Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. I don't know the specifics about it, although I should. (laughs) But uh, I know when they first uh, mentioned the change that he had done something significant, that, um, you know, that's. I mean, I can look stuff up, but <laughs> that he did. So they uh, 
change the name because they were wondering like everyone was like what should they name it so like they were coming up with um things to vote on like people's names and had the students you know uh, think of like a historical name something uh-huh. to change the name to and i guess they found uh you know Mel lopez dr Mel lopez and that's who was like everyone was like let's change it to uh schwarzenegger or you know something <laughs> like that like yeah let's do that well, i imagine that um, the arnold schwarzenegger academy <laughs> <laughs> And then talking in his, you know, accent. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try because I'm gonna mess it up. But you know, it was it was a fun time, and the boys were being creative. You yeah. Know. Let's do the Snoop Dogg University Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you know, they're his, they're friends and everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Okay, while she's looking at her screen there, uh, big shout outs uh, to our audience in the United States as well as Germany. Uh, Yeah, Germany is listening to the 2400 Block Podcast as well as the Philippines. So thanks guys for listening in. Thanks for um, being a part of our community here. All right, she's continuing to look at her screen and uh, I just want to say folks, this is the 2400 Block podcast episode number seven on season three yeah season three we've come this far now um let me see what else i could talk about here while she's looking at her screen (laughs) i'll actually bring this up right now as she's looking at her at her screen there and it's regards to someone that i know personally and he was a a part of the 2400 block community and he will forever be a part of the 2400 block community his name is cola beal the fourth aka the narrator beats uh he contributed uh music providing the intro and outro beats for the show and as many of us have seen in the news especially in the hampton roads virginia area cola was a wanted man with a 10k reward on him and it's for anyone who would find him and uh, hours later, he was finally apprehended by SWAT law enforcement after killing three individuals that were associated with him. The 2400 block does not condone the horrific violent acts he has committed and our hearts and prayers are with the families that have lost their loved ones in this senseless tragedy. We grieve with them. While it is still difficult for me to sort through this personally, we can only hope that Cola learns a lot from his mistakes and consequences, perhaps facing redemption along the way later in life. And he will certainly be in our prayers. Yep, for sure. Okay, back to Christine. What's going on? Uh, Okay, well, uh, apparently, yes, Dr. Lopez, he graduated from Oxnard High School, which is the high school that the... Oh, so he he is a part of that community. And I guess that's the reason why. Yes, this region, yeah. Ventura College, San Diego State University, and UC Berkeley School of Optometry. Um, Dr. Lopez came home to serve as the first bilingual optometrist in 1962. Um, He's definitely not Filipino, right? No, he is. No, he's not. He's Hispanic. Uh-huh. Um, but he had just recently passed away. So in honor of his death, oh. they, named, you know, they named the school Dr. Manuel Lopez. Because, yeah, he had just passed away uh-huh. January 27, 2020. And that was around the time they were ch- trying to find a name for the school. And, oh, since he passed away and, you know, they, they 
oh my god at St. John's Hospital that's where I got my operation mm-hmm. where my sleep gastrectomy was performed at St. John's Hospital that's where he passed away at oh my gosh I wonder well no because I I just got mine done like just uh, this past um, July mm-hmm. and he passed away in January so wow that's I interesting think- we just went from talking about statues yeah. to the renaming of schools. <laughs> yeah, yes. what, a, what a big change! <laughs> the community out but, there on on uh, on the uh, on the internet, wow, they're, they're very powerful. You know, <laughs> especially these days when there's like just so much uh, information out there, uh, willing, you know, for people to go through a change. You know, very powerful. Oh yeah. So you see what the internet can do. Definitely. Yeah. That I think that was it. It was in, in commemoration of his death. They decided to rename the school Dr. Manuel Lopez and because of, you know, what he did, mm-hmm. which uh was you know beneficial, I guess. Uh well, not I guess, but it was beneficial because he was the first bilingual optometrist. So it's including, you know, um Spanish and mm-hmm. you know, American And not just uh, going to one, but including is the inclusion of everyone, you know, just how like you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. He uh, he's a big uh, a big uh, person in that community. That's good, and he's remembered for it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Shout out there to uh, folks in Oxnard, California, where she's at. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, going back to my friend uh, Cola, who uh, you know committed these murders. Uh, man, it's, it's just I'm just completely still shocked and mind blown about it. And my friend just uh, one of my friends from Virginia just wrote this. Uh, he just said this to me. He said I saw the interview with him and he had no remorse. How tragic for the ones who died and loved ones. My God, I saw on the news when they caught him. It's a good thing they did because he was about to kill more people. He definitely needs help. It's too bad he made the wrong choice. Definitely be praying for him and his family. May God work on his heart and that he make a decision to turn his life over to him. The devil uses people to carry out his evil. Unfortunately, he allowed him to do that and that he killed innocent people. How sad. I hope he gets the help he needs, man. His heart needs to be changed because the way he was talking during that interview, pure evil coming out of his mouth. No remorse. Wow. Now you, knowing him personally, does that shock you? Like when you knew him then, like how was he? Was he quiet? Was he? He was chill. Was he outgoing? He was chill? Yeah, he was okay. chill. He loved, he loved talking about things. He loved talking about conspiracy theories. He liked talking about UFOs. Oh boy. <laughs> that kind of conspiracy thing. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. Isn't that like a red flag right there? I mean, come on. I mean, he, he was quiet. He was chill. Yeah. Or he, you said he wasn't quiet. He liked talking. Yeah, he liked but talking. He liked, liked but I never talking. seen him. I never seen him like blow up, you know, emotionally. He was always just and like, he was always in you, that mood, you know, chill. Sometimes, 
sometimes you have to look out for those people because those are the ones that keep things hidden inside you know how they say like the quiet ones are the ones that usually have things going on in their head because you know they don't know what to say because of everything that's going on in their head so I don't know it might be like something to look out for and people, I mean I know I'm a quiet person but I tell, I can talk a lot too <laughs> yeah it's just that sometimes you know when some, when a person is quiet you have to think why are they quiet and it could be because there's a lot of things going on in their head and when there's a lot of things going on in your head you really don't know what to think and you're kind of like at war with yourself so uh-huh. you don't really know what to say or you don't really know what to do so I mean I'm not a licensed psychologist or psychiatrist but again I've gone through a lot and um, you know from my coma to now and it's just you know I think having the experience or having gone through it mm-hmm. it's something that you have to look out for because I mean nobody knew that was going to happen to me but here I am you know cursing at my parents turning up the music that you wouldn't think I would do that right if you knew me back then yeah I was quiet I was shy but then here comes this person that just out of nowhere you know starts doing terrible things and by doing terrible things I was like I put my parents through hell because like I said when when me and my dad would go pick up my mom because you know I couldn't be trusted alone so I had to go with my dad to pick up my mom mm-hmm. I would try opening the doors to jump out of the car while it's moving in the interstate highway 64 you know yeah. interstate 64 to pick up my mom at the ball hospital and um, I know I scared the ish out of them well out of my dad because he was like what are you doing what are you doing and I remember him reaching out you know trying to close the door and I was like I want to get out and I remember I remember actually doing that and to this day you know i can't i must have been possessed or something and it wasn't that it was the um it was the mix of my medication Uh it was the wrong mix and i think that um psychiatrist my mom said is out of work now so um i guess he got fired or something but you know i don't even know his name but yeah to tell you um but the psychiatrist um that first uh gave me medication um that was terrible then and my mom works at DePaul hospital uh talked with the psychiatrist there and met with me and got me into the right medications you know the right ones that would work well with each other yeah. and i was taking a lot of meds uh but four in the morning and like two at two so a lot of um a lot of construction a lot of things that had to be put you know fixed put together because for one you know it was you know brain trauma Uh tbi so that all had to be worked out and i guess with that comes you know a lot of psychological things really messed up can really mess up a person and um given the mixture of medication if it was the wrong one which it was you know i was here i was really hearing voices well i can remember i would say that my mom said you were saying that you could hear voices and they were telling you to do bad things and i can vaguely remember that um i'm just glad that it's over and you know the fact that i can talk about it now says a lot because a lot of people don't like talking about it yeah. but 
if my experience can help others, then I'm willing to go forth and you know just let it out. Because if you know you need someone to talk to, I'm your girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, in regards to in regards to Cola, um, he's just like anybody else. Everyone's got their own you know pain, and uh, well, he unleashed it in a really bad way. But yeah, all of us are living with hurt. Some of us just have a tendency to keep it to ourselves. Some people are like very just open about their problems, especially you hear them in the store. Oh my gosh, they're on Bluetooth. Oh my gosh, they're just ranting on their phone and they're talking all this drama, mama drama. (laughs) And it's, yeah, people are just so really open-minded on their problems, even to strangers out there who are just walking in just mere seconds, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, but... um, yeah, that that's that for uh, Cola. Hopefully, you know, he'll be redeemed at some point in his life. That's that's probably the only thing I can say right now. It's I just can't. I'm I'm just at a loss for words for what he did. Really, you know. Okay, uh, moving on. Let's talk about it. It happened this week. It's the hot topic on the internet. People making fun of it. We're talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock on the Oscar. Yes. The big, you know. The, the 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 big slap heard around the world seen and heard around the world uh, what's your thoughts on that since when you were watching it were you watching it live i, I was watching it live yes and uh-huh. you know this it goes to the part you know it's like um you're watching something and then it gets a little boring so yeah. you know it goes off or you do something else right it, well it was at the part you know where you know okay this is happening so you know half of my attention is at the screen the other half is at what the or a quarter is at what the boys are doing the other quarter is what i'm doing you know uh-huh. and then like i just hear this commotion and you know will smith is doing something and then i see him walking up to Krista and then psh, you know, and here I think that it's staged, you know, uh-huh. that it's part of the act. You know how they have acts like that, right? Right. Because, you know, it's a whole big thing coming together, coming back as a group, no mass, mm-hmm. you know, a crowd of people, an award ceremony that, you know, that's happening. So I'm like, oh, this must be part of an act. But then now it's like, oh, it wasn't part of an act. And then I start to listen in. And apparently he said something about Jada and Jada's going through something, you know, mm-hmm. And I can see how in Will's defense, Will Smith's defense, how he would do that. How he would be, you know, how would he, how he would be motioned to do that? Because I I know if anybody said anything about my loved one where it really hurts, you know, I would be up in their face. And of course, I'm just me. I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm a nobody because I am a somebody, but you know, I'm not an actor or an actress or a model or a singer or you know any of those well-known people or a president of anything (laughs) or anything like that you know i'm a cashier so of course like any other regular person i probably would get trampled and tackled on or whatever you know handcuffs Mm -hmm. or something but knowing that it was will smith you know you know you know he's uh you know an actor and he's you know a well-known actor and he works hard and, and of course i work hard too but you know i'm just me so um i guess the whole controversy was like oh so we're just gonna let that be okay and that's what they were talking about and 
that's what you're talking about keep telling you too like oh if it were me you know security would be up on my ass you didn't talk like that but this is me talking <laughs> you know security would be up on me and everything like that so i was like you know what you know this is not right but in will smith's defense i could see where he's coming from so that has to be like he did that out of defense you know yeah. self-defense well not really self-defense but a loved one's defense because you don't do that i know it's a comedian and you're joking around blah 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 but there's a fine line that you just don't cross there's mm-hmm. a line that you're not supposed to cross and i guess he crossed it because boy you know will smith went up there and, cool. and i was just like oh haha you know i thought that was supposed to be fun like you know mid laugh and i was like yeah. okay wait i don't think that's supposed to be funny <laughs> because you know will smith chris rock funny people you know yeah but it, when you hear when i heard that, um because you know chris rock was just like um jada pinkett and what would he say that movie that oh um gi jane part two yeah i was just like because of her haircut you know and she doesn't she didn't just get that haircut because she wanted it she's going through something and she has to have her yeah. you know her hair loss and whatever so i was just like oh man okay now this is this really is um you know it's i, I can see now i can see why disciplinary action on will smith but then you have to understand you know what drives a person to do that and and yeah you know it's a constructive like, yeah constructive joking around but like i said you don't do that you don't joke about that there's mm-hmm. just things you just don't joke about and you know i don't know if it's too soon but there is never like a deadline for things like that and i could see where will smith is coming from so yeah that's my take on it. What about you? What do you think? Okay. <laughs> this is this is I'm just gonna go through it piece by piece here. I okay. see that Chris Rock uh started off uh, you know, joking uh others around the audience. He would just gladly call them by name. Of course Jada Pinkett Smith was the last one. Mm-hmm. Um I think earlier on it was Javier Bardem and his wife, uh Penelope Cruz. Now, this was that was one of the people he was joking at, and they took it pretty well. Uh-huh. And uh, the way Chris Rock is is definitely what Chris Rock always is. <laughs> he mm-hmm. always comes up with with some jokes, and it just sounds pretty much like he always has been in 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 the nineties and you know in the two thousands and onward, you know. But now we're we're in this part of society where society is changing, and and sometimes mm-hmm. the, the stuff that comes out of a comedian's mouth can be you know very bad. I mean, can be perceived as very bad. I mean, back then, like in the 80s, oh yeah, you know, whatever he said, you know, that'll be easy to take back then, you know, because mm-hmm. back then we were a different society. I mean, look back at all these Friends episodes, you know, you see how it was back then, the stuff that are, that's now considered offensive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see how just times have just evolved here, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have evolved mm-hmm. as a society now and we've, we've changed all things in part, again, like I said, to the internet and social media in general. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, now going back to this, uh, the slap here. <laughs> okay, so he says the G.I. Jane joke. What do I think about the G.I. Jane joke? Yeah, it sounded very general from how he said it, but then, you know, she, I don't, I'm not even, I'm not even sure if he was aware that she had that 
that that right. uh, condition. But if he mm-hmm. but if he did not, then I probably would give Chris Rock a pass if he did not know about it. If he did mm-hmm. not know about it. Mm-hmm. But if he did, oh, you know, that's bad. Yeah. No, I mean, no, that was a bad joke, anyway. But well, but Will Smith mm-hmm. going up there, he just had to prove his lady that you know he was the man, that he would stand up there for his woman. I mean, even though it was just you know in a way bitch just bad you know i saw this comedian out there on stage i mean i thought at first like when i was watching it i thought it was staged i, I thought it was like mtv because mtv exactly. comes up with all those improvised things yeah yeah they, exactly. i mean they do a lot of outlandish stuff there on mtv awards you remember when jim yeah. carrey was kind of about to put his tongue in front of will smith like they're about to kiss each other remember that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so I, I was thinking it was going to be like that and like mm-hmm. you said with the with the covid thing gone yeah. i thought that was just a way of them to just randomly poke fun at each other and i thought it was going that direction right. but then when i when i saw the slap i'm like oh my goodness uh-huh. oh that was real that oh was- and then when he was like he was like get my wife my, my motherfucking i mean my yeah. wife you know he was all cousin to and he did that twice i was like okay i don't think that's because normally they would bleed it out and i was just like it's like get my fucking wife i was like oh. Oh, oh my god I was like something's not right so this has to be real yeah that was crazy <laughs> yeah that that was crazy I mean, it, it, it just sounded like it, it, it didn't even sound like you were at the Oscars anymore it just sounded no. like this, you know it sounded just like a big problem all its own it's like it, it right? took it took on a whole new form like we're back in school and <laughs> it's a, a fight just happened, you know, it's like in the school gym or something. Yeah. That's what it felt like. I'm like, oh, fight, fight. No, no, <laughs> no, not that. But I mean, it was just like, I was just like, you know, jaw dropping. I was just, just like saying that like, what's going on? You know, like is the stage, like is, was it meant to get like this kind of attention or you know, and a lot of people thought too. Oh, you know, this. You know, we're back in the Oscars. We're back in Dolby Theater, where everything is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of watching it from home, uh, doing everything. You know, through um, via what? Um, what you wanna call it? Um, the web. Oh, whatever, here we go. Video yeah, chat. Can't wait to see it. All right. Okay, so Will Smith is laughing a little bit. Chris Rock is laughing as well. That was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. This... Wow, dude. It was a G.I. Jane Wait, <laughs> I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's the footage. Oh. As heard on audio, of course. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, well, he, he really took the hit well. He had a good jaw. That was good. It only took him a step back. That was it. Just a step back and he regained his form. Right. That's why I was like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm, that was, 
that was shocking in itself still. But uh, the way uh, Chris Rock handled himself, yeah, that was, he seemed like he, 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 he held himself well. I know he said that thing, which was kind of like really offensive, but just the way he held himself after that. After I mean, that, yeah, after what, what the profanity okay. that Will Smith, that he said, he was like, get much, you know, mm-hmm. like, please, and I thought, I was just like, hold up, <laughs> when that happened, I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't an act, I was like, I was like, and, you know, everyone was quiet, everyone was just like, looking around, like, what's going on, so I was like, okay, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been worse if 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 Rock has a a bad temper. I mean, it, it could have escalated into something even worse. Maybe they could have had a melee. You know, they could have had a, a big brawl, which would have involved uh, security. It could have got really messy than what you would have seen. So, well, I think that Will. I know you. you I know you kind of like justified his cause there, but I, I thought that he used his celebrity entitlement and privilege to to go up there and physically assault rock with that slap that's what i think i mean i felt like he was a little bit entitled you know going up there and really i i think well entitled maybe you know maybe that's why he wasn't you know you know trampled or wrestled to the ground or you know stopped by security or anything like that but there's just something that you know i'm sure you've gone through it too Mm -hmm. when when somebody says something so personal to you about something and I know it's happened to me yeah. you know because I was never one I was like never a person to be like in this position but now that I have a child and it makes me want to you know like as a mother stick up for my son because you know Kea you know because of the autism doesn't really can't articulate well mm-hmm. he doesn't really understand things and it hurts my heart to know that you know with a group of kids you know he stands by himself but for him he's okay with that you know but it's still sad to see like but his brother you know loa would you know invite him and do their do stuff together so that i'm glad they have each other it's just that it hits you to a point where you know when something is said you know you're not supposed to joke about that and okay we'll go to me um personally you know i never really cared about stuff like that if it was said about me um but coming out of my car accident you know i couldn't speak well either i couldn't say much and you know i couldn't really stick up for myself and right away right away you know being felt sorry for or being taken advantage i was taken advantage of and very badly too and um and that that's just it you know because i don't know what my brain is healing it doesn't know what it's going through uh what things around me is happening uh i don't know what's going on but that doesn't give anybody a right to take advantage of me even when they know that something's wrong with me but they're gonna use that to their advantage anyway is is very saddening so that makes me 
want to retaliate looking at it now it makes me want to get up and do something so I guess you know when Chris Rock joked about it and it's something now that um, you know that Jada and Will are going through that maybe Chris didn't know about it but you just don't joke about that and I guess that that hits you because something inside you lights up you know Mm -hmm. and I guess that's what happened with Will Smith you know um so when yeah his uh his actions they were but sometimes you just can't help those actions so i i'm not sure if they want to get like a psychiatrist or psychologist inside with that to look at the inside of the brain because isn't that what the, the month is all about mental health and that's been the thing throughout you know the whole thing mental health COVID, everything we shut down when we had to work from home and, you know, video chat, Skype, whatever, Mm -hmm. do that type of thing. It all ties into mental health. And remember our our podcast then, that's what we were focusing on, our mentality, our mental health. You have to look at that because when you're going through something like that, it takes a real professional to have to see were his actions really bad and can you blame that person sometimes you just can't help it and i mean i guess that's why i'm getting defensive because i know a lot of the things that i was doing i didn't know what i was doing yet i was forgiven i was given a clean slate something new to work with because I didn't know what was going on just being me I was doing me and you know I think that's what happened with Will he was just doing him because you know you don't know we're always talking about you know if you're gonna be anything be nice be polite because you don't know what everyone else is going through we all have a personal issue and I guess when when you're a comedian you know that all gets you know shoved to the side because you're gonna joke about anything you're a comedian so you get you get that right that passage but again we don't know but then who's to blame and can you you i mean you can't blame Chris Rock because maybe he didn't know you can't blame will smith because it's a reaction you know for every reaction what was how did the thing go with it equals mc squared for every action is a opposite uh, and what complete reaction or something something like that yeah something like that something (laughs) about actions and reactions but that's the reaction you know you can't it's an impulse you can't really help that If, if something triggers you you're gonna do something about it so you can't i don't think you know when things like this happen mm-hmm. well just like when there's a there's a school fight you know that's when a counselor gets involved a psychiatrist and a psychologist but if you really want to do that you know with with will smith and chris rock and what will smith's going through and what compelled him to do the things that he did 
you really need to get a licensed psychiatrist in there yeah. to deal with the whole situation because you can't just point fingers and blame people all oh, because what it looks like is not right you can't say that you have to go behind you have to go behind it you have to go reach inside the nitty-gritty and you have to see what compels that person to do that why would why would he that person of high respect you know do such a thing well get the psychiatrist up there have him evaluate give him his two cents and then we'll see then we can understand each other because we can't just look at each other and think that we automatically get it you know you have to be real just like your friend you know how he killed those people you can't just be like oh he's a bad person because he did it well why you have to say why get some someone in there there's a lot it doesn't give people a pass to do what they do you know yeah because of that you know they're gonna make the thing is we make mistakes um are they intentional did we mean to do that sometimes no sometimes yes but i mean there comes a time when you just have to look at it i think this is one of those times you can't just be like oh what he did look bad it is bad you know excuse him from the academy blah 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 you have to get a psychiatrist in there to evaluate to see what's up because i think that's what it comes down to a licensed psychiatrist who can tell you what's going on and then then you can be you know excusing then you can be like okay you know not giving a pass but it is what it is this is why it happened yeah you know maybe if i was will i would have taken it differently you know when cameras are not in view especially in the backstage area I would, I would have taken a talk to him, talk to him as strong, probably maybe even given a slap backstage, but I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. do it in front of the whole audience out there. Now. You know, maybe he would just, you see, that just proves right there how, how fragile we are as human beings, especially with my, with what my friend did, you know, with his actions. It just proves that, you know, we're all fragile, you know, we, we're all, we're, again, we're human, you know? Yeah. And again, what you said about taking person backstage, it's living in the moment mm-hmm. and we're talking about the us i don't know if it's what they were going through is you know that's what happens when we have something in our subconscious and it's resting there mm-hmm. when it gets triggered by a word or something something is gonna happen and that's what happened to me i think that's what it is like I said, you know, maybe I should go into psychiatry or something like that so I can better understand this thing because of what I went through, my own experience. I'm just taking what happened with me, what I know about reactions and what's going on, you know, to say what I can say right now. So, I mean, that's something that we got to look at. Not instead of pointing fingers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Ooh, this was quite, this was uh, quite a topic. We've talked to this. Uh, we talked about this for the last couple of minutes now. Yeah, I knew it was wow. going to be a big one, so that's why I had to I had to Wait, discuss it there with you. <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it was good to hear your your uh, your take of it, and it, it gave me uh, you know a re- refreshing view about it too. And I hope you I hope you did the, the same well with with my uh, with my view as well. Um, okay, um, we're now moving on to another. Hopefully, this will be the last one. We're already like 40, 46 minutes into this thing. Maybe we can, you know, finish oh, this wow. one off in fifteen okay. minutes tops. Um, <laughs> I know you. I know you've seen it. Um, you know, transgenders in sports. 
mm. you know, they've, mm. they've been competing, you know, like a, a male, you know, who's now a, a female, mm. you know, mm-hmm. is a, a female, um, is competing against females. But it turns out that, he, you know, he won. But, you know, really, we know through science and all that, that he's really male, you know. Okay. But do you, do you think it's fair for a transgender to win, like, over a female that's a female? You know, that's really a female? That's really, really controversial. And I mean, because then you have, you know, um, what's the word? Um, prejudices and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, you want to include everybody, but I mean, that's just like, you know, going back and saying that gay people can't marry. Mm-hmm. Like a guy and a guy or a girl and a girl can't marry each other. You have to be a guy and a girl. Yeah. Or you have to be one of each sex, you know. Yeah. Um, but going into, you know, that, I think that if that's going to happen, I don't know how many people are there that's, you know, transgendered, mm-hmm. but they should make it its own category. That's what I think too, right? Because I... No, I don't think that's fair at all because you still have, you know, the physicality of a man, but you're a woman. So just because, you know, that you can't have, that's kind of like an advantage, like an unfair advantage. Um, And then an unfair disadvantage if you're a woman turning in, you know, who's transitioning into a male. If you're a female transitioning to a male, you know, and then you don't really have the physicality or, you know, the Mm know-how to do, like, to do that sport. Like, say, football or something, you know, it's rough and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you take a lot of testosterone and then, you know, you're, like, really built to take that stuff. But you were born a woman. So, you know, really, that is really controversial. I, but you asked me, and I told you, if if that's gonna be happening, then they make that its own category. You can't put that person with the rest of the team. You know, yeah, it's gotta be specialized. If there are a lot of people, then that's gotta be its own its own thing. To me, I can't, you can't. It's kind of like like I said, an unfair disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm all in for, you know, for transgenders in society, you know, just people in general, you know, whether it's a he yeah. or she or an it or a, you know, a non-binary person. Hey, I'm down. To each is done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and everyone deserves a better life. You know, everyone does, including, you know, us too, you know, exactly. us, us people. And, um, yeah, I, I see that, uh. A swimmer goes by the name of Leah Thomas. <laughs> Leah Thomas was swimming, and and he, I mean she, sorry, I don't mean to, I said it wrong. She won mm-hmm. uh, the swimming contest against uh, other females, but it turns out that you know Leah Thomas is a transgender, and she won. But it's also you can you can just tell that just by looking that there that there's an unfair disadvantage to the other competitors. You know, because they're they're naturally female, and he looked more. You know, she looked more like a he. I mean, just you know, you can just tell just by the appearance. However, I think that the um, the politicians, I know they they considered the second place winner the real winner. Yeah, sometimes it really goes a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. You know, with people saying this and that, but I mean, for me, I just think that transgender should have their their own. Uh, uh, you know, their own thing. 
I mean, just for a competitive standpoint, just for that alone, uh, as far as uh, congregating with the, the general public, I have no problems with with transgender people. I don't have problems with gay people. I don't have problems with anyone. As long as they, as long as you, they treat you right and you treat them right, that's all that matters. We're all equal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, we, we nailed that in six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, is there anything you like to talk about in life? I know there's so much going on. You know, what else is, is going on out here? Well, um, I can tell you just in 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 in, in generic terms because I've already discussed it with you. But I did I did a project in which I made a difference for someone's life, and I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I did so. And I'm. I'm 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 so uplifted right now just hear, hearing that that person uh, you know has been helped. So, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. What one person can do, which is you, you know, anyone, me. It's yep. about going out there and doing it, and you did. And kudos to you. So, you know, I'm glad that she's helped. That she that she got what she needed. Um, yep. Basically, yeah. Yeah. All it takes is the will, the willpower. You know, if you can believe it, you can perceive. How did that thing? How did that go? Oh my goodness! You can perceive it. Coming with all these quotes, and we're trying to figure it it all out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure we're gonna have it by the end of this episode. (laughs) I got it. If you can believe it. Uh huh. Uh, you can perceive it. But let's and just you can use. Achieve it. Let's just use. Uh, I'll just use what you use in Norfolk Public Schools. Believe, achieve, and succeed. Boom. That's it. There you go. Damn. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Right there. I wonder where my gym uniform went that said that. <laughs> my dad's probably using it as a rag to wipe off his vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh Orange. wow. Oh, by the way, we, we do miss you, Dan. I know you were supposed to join us for an episode on um, about the past and, and, and all the wonderful things associated with that. But we, we do miss you, man. We hope you come on board in the next uh, few weeks or so. I know you're kind of bombarded with uh, with video projects uh, at your job. So, yeah, we look forward to seeing you real soon. We, we, we miss you, dude. And, and by the way, Christine did um, mention to me a future prospect guest. Uh, yeah, tell me about him. A future prospect guest? Yeah, I mean, he, he might go in for it, so, yeah. I know we're putting you on the spot there, this guy. <laughs> well, I don't want to say anything. We'll, we'll just, we'll know, just call him by initials. There you go. Let's, let's do it by initials here. <laughs> you can't do that because it's obvious. can't even do that. Um, man. Um, we'll just call him man. No, no, that's Dan Man. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we'll just call him this uh, the dude. Dude. Yeah, dude. Um, might be joining dude us. Yeah. Might be joining us. He's well known. He's significant. He's really, really talented mm-hmm. in more ways than one. Um, we might get him on here, and if we do, then. You'll know. Uh huh. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, life is hectic. Life is busy, and because he's so talented, he is so busy. <laughs> wow. 
a lot of things going on with uh, you know his coalition that mm-hmm. he's working on um, a lot of things with um, his occupation uh-huh. that he's working on future endeavors um, and that's all you can get for me because I'm no Tom Holland <laughs> <laughs> You know how he's known for giving away things, so yeah. I'm not gonna give it away because if it's a yes, you'll be delighted. If it's a no, you'll be sad. So I'm just not gonna go there. Yeah. But nice try. <laughs> I mean, there, there will come a time. Yeah, and there may yeah. come a time. So we'll, we'll see yeah. uh, where fate, where fate takes us with that. By the way, how's your friend Robert doing? <laughs> He's doing good, right? Yeah, Robert's doing busy. Good. Yeah, he's good. He's busy. He's good. <laughs> yeah, Robert. Yeah, hi, Robert. <laughs> oh, you didn't know I was coming to that, huh? Uh, yeah, that's what's so amazing about the Twenty Four Hundred Block Podcast. Thank you guys for listening in to this uh, wonderful episode. We're just talking about current events and stuff like that. And this is not really. Uh, it's just pretty much more just like a chat. Like if me and, mm-hmm. and Christine had a regular phone chat, it would sound a little bit maybe informal. I, I guess in mm-hmm. some ways it is right now. <laughs> so this, this is what it is. This is how me and her talk. But, you know, this is like our regular phone conversation, but it's heard publicly, right. heard around the world. So we have to watch what we say a lot. Right. I am, you yeah. know... I'm actually gonna give myself a pat on the back because there maybe have been a couple times where I slipped and I uh-huh. maybe bleeded that out, but oh, but um, it's okay. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. <laughs> You're proud of yourself. Let me try to get a pat. Oh. It was so hard to get a pat on your own side. Wow, my, my arm is hurting. Ah, my goodness, this one is when it comes to working, being an old man, an old fart. Oh, stop yeah. that! Oh, stop <laughs> it! <laughs> It's because you're wearing that tight sweatshirt. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the 2400 Block Podcast. We are now approaching near the one hour mark. Thank you once again to my fellow regular Extreme Christine out there in California for uh, chiming in. And um, yeah, so, so blessed to have you always on our show. Thank you so much. I always love to be a part of it. I love to chime in. I uh-huh. love to speak to people. Thank you for having me. Cool. All right, guys. Y'all take care now, all right? Take Later. Care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 2400 Block Podcast. Feel free to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast, and Spotify.